There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome everyone to Oh a Sopranos Podcast. As always, I am Joe Spellman and this is Chicky Palmentary. And this is Joey Baragipi. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. You said it, man. Loving the bit. Loving the bit. You Great said bit. it. <laughs> and we are talking. Mailbag episode. Oh, 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 oh. special fucking delivery. <laughs> special fucking delivery. We had enough listeners to do a mailbag episode. That's but... right. You didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is uh, dedicated to all the people who've been making uh, this country run through, through, through the pandemic, you know, <laughs> the delivery people, the, the mail people, you know. Yeah, we, we're only taking questions from first responders. And that's stuff, right. So, so. Yeah. That's right. You get your vaccine and you get a question. Feudy, <laughs> uh, you want to you wanna lead us off here? Let's jump right into it. top to uh, discuss? Or, yeah, go or ahead, my man. I don't think so. Um, yeah, we, we kind of put the word out on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, mm. apologies if one of your questions slipped through the cracks. We will be doing this again. Um, so, uh, if, if we didn't ask a, a question that you submitted or a question that you wanted answered and you just forgot, we will be doing this again, uh, cause this yeah. is fun. So, uh, let's jump right into it. Our first question is from friend of the pod, Rick Perry. Oh, Rick, a- Rick asks best use of music in the show. Dolphins by Fred Neal when Chris gets high at the carnival is my favorite. I also oh, yeah. like when the worthless promoted only for nepotism. Bobby comes back from whacking the Canadian and this magic oh. moment plays. And <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. And uh, P.S. Bring back the fucking internet <laughs> soundbite. He, he's been saying that a lot. So apologies. No fucking internet. Basically, this is all fucking internet this, uh, this episode, yeah. but... Uh, Rick, we will. Br- I will bring it back. I will bring it back. It's just purely for out of us being lazy that we have not yes. put more sound bites in. 
Yes. That was like the one soundbite we had from the beginning of our pod, and then we just yeah. Like... I feel like it was in the first few episodes. <laughs> like when my we... guy's a fan. Hey, my hey, shout out to Rick though. My guy's yeah. He's a he's a day one. Love he's Rick. a day one. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I like... do take issue with only promoted for nepotism. Bobby. Yeah. Come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? He 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 had it coming. Should have should have come a lot sooner. To be honest. I mean, for so for me, like I when I think of like music I love in the show, I'm a monster Otis Redding fan. So my lover's prayer is. Um, um, you had to say it. Yeah. Had to say it, and also I think it's very well utilized beginning and the end of the episode um mm-hmm. and it's such an emotionally mm-hmm. charged episode and it adds so much to um yep the the way you feel um uh, with christopher in the hospital um having just been shot Perfect. so so that's uh, that's probably uh up there for me get teary-eyed every time to be honest for sure tbh yeah and also great acting by um dre de mateo in that episode too. Oh, she's course. fucking fantastic i know spells is i know what spells are gonna say you know what yeah. i'm gonna say yeah. What do you what do you think I'm gonna say? Stones, baby. Through, through baby. Through and what? through. Through, through and through. through. Stones. Very much so. I was gonna say that like um I'm we a almost, big fan. We almost made it our theme song for the show. Yeah, I wanted True. it to be a theme song, but we have a great theme song. Um yes. uh I was gonna say that I like the um you know, uh, I guess these songs were like sort of at the beginning and end of seasons, which through and through is one of them. But mm. more, more importantly, um, Moonlight Mile. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, which I just think is is great. And it just seems so like appropriate for when they're going like to the shore and he's or he's going mm. to like the shore house and he finds the head in the freezer. Um, yep. <laughs> that I don't know. It just, it just, it's just. Uh, I don't know. It just, it, it, it really creates some emotion in me. And um, uh, the Van Morrison, uh, glad tidings, glad yeah. tidings, so that's, perfect. And yeah. and that, that season, that was gonna be my second one too. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely, those great one. Those are so great. It reminds me of. I mean, uh. The ending to Royal Tenenbaums is a Van Morrison song too, which is right. so mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the best ending, <laughs> ending music any film really. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Never I mad mean, to hear Van Morrison get dropped in. A... Yeah, Van Morrison. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong really with a uh, with a uh, anything. Um, Until he started uh, anti uh, like mask <laughs> anti social distancing. Yeah, him and Eric Clapton uh, wrote the the, uh, the anti masking yeah. <laughs> mask anthem. Well, Man. You know, nice. he is a fucking you know. old bastard from Belfast, so you know, yeah, I wouldn't true. be surprised. Also, yeah, true. my our our friend Danny who made the theme song for us, shout out mm-hmm. to Danny. His uncle uh was a harmonica player in Ireland for many years and was in his band for a time and said he's just like oh, fuck. the biggest cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> hates like, him. He's supposed to be the worst. The most person. horrible person. <laughs> yeah, I heard he sucks. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it, which is incredible. <laughs> you listen to like uh Astral Weeks and you're like, how did a horrible person write the most beautiful album? But it's possible. I know. Thank well, thankfully God we I... don't look to Van Morrison for pandemic response. Thank so. God though <laughs> I got to see him perform in October of two thousand nineteen. Mm. Rub it in for the first rub time. It in. Yeah, but I saw, he him, my... I saw him at the Greek, okay? Oh, that's even better. I saw him at the bowl, but we had good seats. But like the Greek is better, definitely for sure. But yeah. it was great. 
So anyway, uh, Paul, what uh, Van Morrison um, <laughs> performances have you gone to? Because this is the episode where we talk about uh, that. None. Although, uh, what didn't they? Wasn't the uh, G L O R I A? Isn't that Van? Yeah. Is that Van? Yeah. 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 Well, it's uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a great. Well, it's, one of my it's them. It's his band, yeah. them. Like that he was right. In right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I gotta go with uh, anything by Defiler. Um, <laughs> No. Uh, meow. Um, meow. No, you guys mentioned some good ones. I also like uh, uh, My Rifle Pony and Me when when Tony's mm. in the stable with Pile Mine and the episode. I love uh, Look episode on Down from the Bridge. Episode we're covering next week. Yes, indeed. Look on Down from the Bridge and Pack Soprano when AJ uh, kind of realizes his dad's in the mob. I love uh, It Was a Very Good Year to open up season uh. two. Good choice. Um, and of course, you got to mention uh, I'm not like everybody else <laughs> when he's uh, <laughs> when he leaves. Uh, I'm not like everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great. Uh, I would add one more. Like if we're if we're going like funnier route is uh, Dirty Work. <laughs> yeah. si- like Tony oh, singing in the car. Can. Anytime Tony singing. Um, people singing in the car in general. Also. Uh, uh, I mean, how could we forget um, uh, Meadow and Hunter singing "No Scrubs"? Oh, of course, great. Yeah, of course, great. Just spilling, uh, just spilling uh, hot cocoa mix, fucking everywhere. I will, yeah, <laughs> I will say that that uh, musical transition is kind of funny because it because it starts with Beansy's broken head on the concrete, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> yeah. into "No right. Scrubs." Right. Um, wonderful. Uh, excellent, I mean, so excellent many. choices. Excellent choices. <laughs> yeah, let's move. Let's move on. We're just doing a whole episode from Rick Perry's one yeah, question. We could. Uh, we could. Um, Thanks, Rick. Thank you, Rick. Uh, next question from Sopranos Bust Out on Instagram. They have a great like little clip uh, account. So follow them at, at Sopranos Bust Out. Um, mm. They uh, they were a, a couple people asked multiple questions. So we'll, we'll we'll do rapid fire through these. But what would have happened? If Finn went to the Yankee game with Vito, two, who ate Tony's lo mein? Did Ralph order the fire at the stables? Could Phil speak Ukrainian? The Sopranos session book actually says it's not really the point to try to answer question number three, but I heard you guys were at the top of your class, so why not try? So the first one, what would have happened if Finn went to the Yankee game with Vito? I don't know. They would have had a nice time. And then he would have been murdered in the Bronx. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> would have been a lovely time down at the ball game. No, I mean, I mean, Finn kind of puts it to Meadow. He's like, either he wants to bang me or kill me. I don't know. Uh, but uh, kill him. Obviously, kill him. He caught him like fucking blowing a guy. Like, obviously, he wants to kill him. Right. Uh, yeah, he would have coerced him into going into some uh, alley but they in the Bronx. But, he, but he's at the bat. Waiting for That's him. That's true. Yankee yeah, Stadium. they so were like, they were gonna go to the game. They were gonna so go I, to the game. I wonder if he was gonna like try to feel it out or what, have a talk with him, because I can't imagine. I, it cannot be good for him like murdering his boss's daughter's boyfriend, right? Like he had to have taken That's that true. into consideration. Yeah, true. Um, so that so I think it's a stretch. I think we're not supposed to really know. I think the writers probably didn't even know what Vito's intentions were. Maybe Vito didn't really know. He just wanted. He just had to do something. He couldn't just leave that dangling, right? Right. <laughs> like right. just go on with their lives. Like maybe he thought he could try to 
you know, show Finn, like, hey, I'm a good guy. I'm taking the Yankee game. It's bat night. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Maybe he's just kind of like doing cleanup. Like, yeah, I think realistically, like, that's his only option because he's not going to bang him and he's not going to, and he's very unlikely going to kill the man. Kill yeah, him. it would have been yeah. hard to kill him in the, <laughs> like, yeah. in the, like, <laughs> In the parking lot of a Yankee game, or where, or uh, take him somewhere take from him, there. Yeah, what's he gonna do? You take him to Billy's. Yeah, you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you put one in his dome. People get killed at Billy's all the time. Is that, is that you, you poison? You put you put poison in his fucking Heineken at Billy's, <laughs> and then you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's doable. I've seen it. I've seen people get killed. Maybe at he wanted to make out with him in uh, at stands or. or uh... Uh, oh the du- or the dugout where I got I got kicked oh, out of the uh, oh the dugout bathroom. That's it. I got kicked out of oh, the bathroom right. at the dugout for making, making out with, with uh, uh, <laughs> for making out with dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, second part nothing of wrong with uh, nothing wrong with nothing, it. hey nothing wrong with it. Um, hey Yankee games are for experimenting. Who ate Tony's lo mein? <laughs> This is at the uh, bang. This is at the bang, right? He like this is at the bang. Yeah. This is uh, season three, episode it's thirteen. Sil- obviously, Romeo. Silvio ate it, right? Or Georgie? It had to be one of them. You I don't think, know because like, I went back and I, I revisited this moment. Uh, and oh, look at you! It looks an awful lot like uh, like well, not really. I I typed in low main on get yarn to see where it popped up. <laughs> yeah, uh, get yarn the, and, the goat the goat uh, website. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and. Paulie's the only one in there at the time, I think. Maybe I don't know, but Paulie's reaction kind of makes it look like he was definitely guilty. He so. was guilty, <laughs> so, so probably Paulie. It's so funny though. Like it seems like so, like seems like Paulie would be horrified by eating someone else's food. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good you know? call. Um, and uh, and uh, food um, that and noodles made by non-Italians. I think yes, uh, that, <laughs> Paulie yeah, that's would a, not yeah. be into that. You yeah. could see him hating yeah. like MSG and like right. having like issues with Chinese food. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. could be Polly, but fresh, I don't know. That's true. Baja Fresh. That's true. <laughs> That's different. That's different. And it's different. Baja could be fresh. Polly, probably Sil. Yeah. I could also see Christopher maybe like fucking, you know, he's famished from whatever comes in and just Oh, eats Christopher it. could. It, Christopher doesn't give a fuck. So yeah, maybe Christopher. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, ne- those the, are our the, top our, yeah. our top culprits. Those are the, those are the top guys. Um, Who's more did... hungry? I don't see Christopher being hungry. That's just my that's just my thing. Sill is. Uh, I said Sill because like obviously he's there all the time, and also I feel he's like there. he's, he's, he's eating McDonald's. Yeah, 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 yeah. McDonald's, fucking bagels True. and shit. He's like he's <laughs> always like, oh, the girls are going out like to the girls going out to get something. You want something? Shit like that. So True. my guy eats. My guy eats. Uh, yeah, one of those. Uh, did Ralph order, like? Should we save this next one for next week since we're doing pie oh my? Um, sure. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, there the, there is a definitive answer here. I mean, I, it's hard. It's hard to imagine he didn't like. Right. Uh, I mean, here, he's, hurt, he's, um, hurting for, so... he's hurting for the money, like with his kid in the hospital and shit. Like, I mean. Right. And his reaction um, and to, to Tony, like when Tony confronts him about it, he's like. So right. what? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. There's that, but also I I, I heard that um, David Chase did tell um, uh, Joey Pants to play it as though he did not he do it. Um, but but here's the thing: um, Sopranos bust out uh, mentions the Soprano Sessions book, and right. yes, in the chapter on this episode, they're like, "That's not important. Like, it's meant to be ambiguous." 
But then uh, later on in the book, when they're interviewing David Chase, here I have it. David Chase says, and I quote, I'm not going to be able to find it now. But basically he says, <laughs> he says, yeah, Ralph definitely did it. <laughs> Because of all the allusions to sympathy for the devil and right. uh, uh, this and that. And he was like, yeah, Ralph definitely said Classic Chase, so. saying one thing and then saying the other thing. Of course he, he did. Of course be, he did. He just wants people to be fucking confused and like everything to be up in the air and ambiguous. Cause, and that's yeah. why that's why that's why he gave him good. that note yeah. or to, that note how to yeah. play it. Because right. he didn't he, want to even tell the character. Like, yes, you know, right. that he, or the actor that he, you know, did it. Like, he just right. wanted to make it. Right. But and, it, and more believable. And Joey Pants won an Emmy for that, for that episode. So, yeah. I mean, he, he played it, he played it right. Yeah. Um, Success. Uh, the last part of the, his question, can Phil speak Ukrainian? <laughs> I mean, possibly he, he had a lot, of, he did 20 fucking years. He had a lot of time. Yeah, all the uh, all the you can... Ukrainian mafia, you know, <laughs> upstate. Yeah, uh, this is obviously in, in reference to the, uh, the the guy who looks like Phil, who ended up getting <laughs> shot with his daughter. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Um, the Ukrainian poor, poor Ukrainian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think Phil could speak Ukrainian. No, and I think if you asked him, he'd be disgusted. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Uh, all right. Next question from Hawaiian Giggity Which Sopranos character would be the most anti mask? We already know Polly would be the biggest mask proponent. That's perhaps um, a reference to. Paul's script. If you haven't checked Possibly. it out, uh, read it. Give it a read. Um, um, I mean Tony. I don't right? <laughs> Maybe I think I think Tony. Tony has is is a reasonable guy, and yeah. I think he can be made to see reason. Yeah. Um, That's I true. think uh, he also wants to be a leader. <laughs> And if he sees like his guys being ignorant and fucking here's, I also wrote it into the script, but I think, I think Tony wants to get through the pandemic as quickly as right, possible right. because it's hurting business. Right. Right. So I think true. he would That's actually true. be paying attention to guidelines and shit and like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. Cause, I cause we need to fucking get some money. I think, I don't think anybody would necessarily be so boldly anti-mask. I think people would definitely be like fucking ignorant about it. I think Chris would probably not give it another thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, who, who remember when they're like, 
the episode where they're like dumping all the shit like into the marsh land like yeah like you know they don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> you're right yeah I, they I, don't I, give I, a fuck about other people's health but yeah. if they're if they're true true fucking, i think um, um i think uh like yeah i think they would be Probably hanging out and not wearing masks. Yeah. Yes. Hundred yes. percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I was gonna say Christopher because he's younger and like, mm. you know, I mean, he was a heroin addict, so he doesn't really care about his health that much. And like, true. And like, also probably very skeptical. I feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good. That's a good answer. That's a good yeah. answer. If yeah, if if you're willing to do heroin, you probably don't care about getting coronavirus. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Uh, I think Silvio would would be wearing a mask just because he's got the asthma. So yeah, he's got yeah he's got the the condition. Yeah, yeah, he would be the most vigilant then. Yeah, him yeah. maybe maybe Bobby just because Bobby I think would like to kids. do the right thing. He's got kids. He's got kids. I mean, yeah. also all these That's obese sad. motherfuckers yeah. like yeah yeah at yeah. risk. Right, right. Yeah, and also also obviously Junior would probably be all paranoid about people coming in and out of the house without the mask. <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, good question though. Good question. Um, all right. This one's from, uh, Stephanie Rosendorf Diaz. Uh, if you do think Tony was shot in the series finale to Holston's, who was responsible? You guys have theories? Um, I Let's don't just really assume dwell. He was not, not whether you think he was shot or not. Let's assume for the sake yeah. of this question. That he was. Yeah, I don't dwell on the ending yeah. that much. Like so, like I don't, I, I will, I don't have anything. I can, I can quickly think yeah. right now. But um, and because I and I also like don't think he was. So like me personally. So um, yeah. <laughs> I I these days I lean towards he was, um, and uh, but we don't need to get into that right now. Right. But I think if he if was, he was, if he was, uh-huh. I, like. People are like, oh, it's got, it's somebody from way back. It's this and that. I think the most obvious culprit is Butchie. Right. I think right. I, I, like right. what is like he had just been planning to take Tony out. The only right. reason he didn't is because Tony went into hiding quick enough. Um, and he, and Tony, Phil became like a, a like a, a a huge headache for the New York crew. Right. So they were just and like now, enough of the enough of this shit. And yeah. now and but now Phil's gone and. Uh, there's this pygmy shit in Jersey, even more pygmy shit, because there's like three people left in the entire family by the end right. of the season. Right. Like, why wouldn't Butchie just fucking finish the job of chop the head off the top yeah. guy? Yeah, chop the head off, and suddenly he absorbs that. Because who's who's going to step up, Paulie? <laughs> right. 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 So yeah, that's that's, that's what point. I think. Yeah, Paulie and Patsy are the two left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It'd be like we gotta keep me stop meeting like this. Exactly. <laughs> they do set up Butchie to be like this fucking pain in in Tony's uh, side, coming after him, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh. And of course, the shit in John's like when he fucking almost kills the guy and like gets the guy's teeth in the cuff of his pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. Butch, no. And he puts the gun in Butchie's face. You know, he puts what I the mean? gun to yeah. Butchie's face. Like, yeah, it's hard to f- just move on from that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's a good answer, but but he wasn't shot there, so. Eh, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. <laughs> Agreed. Disagree. Uh, from this one from Father Caleb, is it possible that Tony had Furio killed, 
or killed him himself the night Furio nearly killed Tony? Uh, this is interesting because I had never thought about that before. Yeah, um, I always just assumed like because they say he went back to Italy that right. he did. Right. Um, then, of course, they would have had to have gone and moved all his furniture out of his house because Carmela goes over there and sees that it's empty, right? Right. So I don't know that they would that they would go to that elaborate of a, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, why, get a few meatballs to fucking move that shit real fast. Why? Why would they have him? Why would they have had him killed? Well, I guess it, it's this is based on the premise. If Tony realized something was going on, uh, when when Furio, well, not even with him and with with Furio and Carm, because I don't know that he could have known that at that point. Yeah, yeah. But Furio did fucking almost put him in some helicopter blades. Yes. Like, like and and was kind of blatant about it. Like he. But like, Tony was also like super fucked up. Yes. And and so that's why I think this is not the case. Right. But could he have been like, wait a second, did Furio like grab me by my cuff and almost put me in these fucking helicopter blades? Yeah, but he What's wouldn't. He even if he thought that, he wouldn't go. Yeah, I gotta kill him now. Yeah. Like even because <laughs> he, because yeah. he'd be but like, be I thing. have no idea. I yeah. could be crazy. Like I was so fucked up. Like probably didn't happen. You know, right. and he had to, zero. He'd have to run it. He'd have to run it by sill and yeah. shit, and like be like, "Should we like? I'm getting rid of him." And the Italy problem people, with that, like, the Italy people yeah. would be upset. And he had, and he had yeah. zero, zero suspicion of him. And I know yeah. him and Carm. No, that's a good point. Like his relations with uh, yeah, until Carm the family over there, something. like yeah. like yeah. he, that would be until trouble for relationships with Italy. But yeah, yeah, um. Yeah, probably. Is it possible? No. Actually, no, no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, this one, quick little one from our, our good friend, Pizza Michi. Oh, Pizza hey. Michi. The great Pizza Michi. We love you. Oh, we love you. We love very you, tasty, Very I've tasty. Very tasty. Hey, we're nearing I've the end of this. seen him in the flesh. We got we to gotta see him again. Hopefully yeah, it's quarantine. Next, yeah, when we're all vaxxed up, we're, we're going we're gonna to hang out. Get some of the beats. Uh, he asks, did they really resod that green? <laughs> uh, this is oh, this is uh, from um, when little Carmine is is this is season four. Yeah, yes. okay. Uh, little Carmine, Tony went to little Carmine down in Florida and asked him to come up and talk to John about I forget what whacking whacking <laughs> no, 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 what was it about? I don't know. They're all they're all playing yeah. golf. It's like right. it's like little yeah. Carmine, Johnny Sack, and Carmine Senior. Uh, this is one of the first little Carmine episodes, and little Car and little Carmine starts to get defensive because Carmine Senior is like like saying good shit about Tony, um, and like things are going south, and Johnny Sack is just like, "What they do? Resub that green? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which conversation uh, changer." Yeah, great a great way to redirect that conversation. Right. Should I start using that in in life? <laughs> Next time I'm around actual people, it doesn't really work. <laughs> Just me and my fiance in our apartment. They do resod that green. Um, I do. Did they resod it? I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys know? Uh, um, I feel like it, it's it's maybe a situation where he knows they resodded it. So he was hoping that everyone else would know that they resodded it, and then 
and they would be like, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, it looks great, right? Like, yeah. Great comment, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you know, um, I mean, I, I, I feel like uh, probably. <laughs> How often do they resell Joe, greens? I don't know. Yeah, Joe, you're the resident golfer here. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, you know, you know what they do it. Uh, they they definitely do a lot of maintenance and change shit around all the time yeah. on golf courses. So yeah, you know they probably did. Mm. By the way, where like you know that golf course they always play on? It looks like it's like surrounded by like apartment buildings. Like it looks like it's like Queens or Brooklyn. Like where, mm. where do you where, where do you think that fucking is? I have no idea. I'm sure you know, it's like Jersey. I'm sure it's in Jersey, uh, like uh, now. But it's can... always when Tony's meeting up with like Johnny Sack and Carmine to right. golf with them. Yeah, could still be in Jersey. Um, I guess it could be in Jersey. Uh, but it, it it looks like high rises in uh, like Brooklyn and Queens. Maybe it's City Island because there might be a golf course. City that, Island. I would. That's the first thing I thought. But then I was like, well, they yeah. don't they don't shoot over there a lot. But maybe they right. did. Maybe they did. Well, they could have if they're in Silver they Silver Cup. Yeah. We yeah. can we can find this out for you, Pete. <laughs> true. We, we can, can we can look on Google okay, Earth well, and yeah. see Let's ask some golf courses. The crew, like, what is the golf course where they? <laughs> yeah. Dude, we got to get Zansky on. Last Zansky, if he Dude, remembers. Zansky. There might be a golf course on Zansk. not on City Island, or it might be on City Island, or it might be on. In, I thought you were gonna say at Silver Cup, Queens or Brooklyn <laughs> near, near City Island. So. You yeah. know, if that's anybody a, knows of this call. golf course, please uh, let us please know. Let us then know. we'll call the, up the golf yeah, course and we'll get their meticulous they, records they've I kept about resodding the green. Yeah, <laughs> I might just like now. look it up right it's now. It's bothering and, you know, me. Fuck the fans, like uh, yeah, please, please do. I'll just it's go right to right Great. to the phone. But uh, keep Great. let's keep going. Yeah, keep going. You get the the golf course on the horn spells. We'll keep going. Next uh, next question is from um, friend of the pod, Noah O. Noah is always active Noah. in our mentions. Love Noah. Noah O. You mentioned how oranges are sometimes used in The Sopranos as an homage to The Godfather, Ralph bringing tea a bag of oranges in the wait. In two mm-hmm. separate cases, there are references to the Syracuse Orangemen, assu- assuming the basketball team, either tanking or losing again. Fat Dom mentions it right before Silvio and Carlo kill him, and Chris's father-in-law, Al, mentions it when they're at the house after Chris's death. Why even mention that? Does David Chase have an issue with Jim Beheim or the university? Is this simply foreshadowing the bad side of oranges? Is Syracuse or the basketball team mentioned in any other episode? I'll hang up and listen. This is like a WFAN call of Mike Francesa. I love it. My Mike, Mike, you ever notice like on Sopranos, like they're always like talking about like Syracuse Orange Man. You think David Chase like he doesn't like Syracuse Orange Man? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> I'm I'm on Get Yarn right now, looking up Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse uh, Sopranos, look it up. <laughs> there, there, I have no idea. Oddly, <laughs> there's three mentions of Syracuse, Syracuse in the in the entire series they're all from season six well there are three different episodes though it's uh syracuse tanked again looks like fat dom saying that and then we got look at this mm-hmm. syracuse is losing that's al yep. and then 11 more credits and i can transfer to syracuse that says season six episode 17 this is like blue comet i guess what i don't know okay um 
Uh, David Chase doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who gives a fuck about sports, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong about that. My uh, my compare. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if Orange or, or Orange Men uh, have any sort of significance, but I don't think so, Nick. I do not believe so. Eggs, though. There's a lot of egg egg shit. You guys know about the egg thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you've explained it before, but I'm not. Yeah. You could explain it again. I mean, so oranges in the Godfather trilogy, like, represent some foreboding, like, foreshadowing uh, death or some bad happening. Um, And in The Sopranos, there's, like, fucking so many instances of of eggs being right before somebody dies. I mean, the obvious one is Ralph making making scrambled eggs eggs. right before he gets killed. But, I mean like right before Tony realizes he's got to kill Tony B it's, it's when he throws the the painting that he finds at Polly's in, in the, like the, the trash can and he steps backwards and he steps in some eggs and then he realizes he's got to kill Tony B junior calls Tony B Tony egg by accident early oh, right. on. Right, right, right. Uh, Valentina's making egg beaters before her hair catches on fire. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many other references, but, but yeah, look look for eggs in the Sopranos if you want to get some get some of that that Godfather yeah. orange business. The golf yeah. course is in Clifton, New Jersey. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Hey, oh, there you go. There you go. Upper wow. Montclair Country Club. So it's a country mm-hmm. club, but but there is a golf course near City Island too. Yeah. Can we call them and ask them how often they would resod their green back in two thousand three? Or whatever this yeah. was. Fuck yeah. you! You're the f- fucking hundredth guy today who <laughs> called about the resod and the green. What is this with the resod and the greens? And let's Love get it. everybody. This let's get all, all. Yo, it'll be, so, it'll be worth o, it just o Sopranos, to that guy. Yeah, O Sopranos Hive. Call Upper Montclair Country Club in Clifton, New Jersey, and ask them if they just resodded their greens. Yes. Let's get everyone to do it. Yes. And mass. All right, this would be a good time to uh, pause to hear about BW Hustle. Hey, everyone, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, probably not us, access <laughs> to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And here's the best part. You can get all this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. I'm there. Yeah, we. I, I think we should actually take the course. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's sounds figure, good. Let's figure out. Let's figure out how to do this properly. 
hopefully that answered uh, your very long question. No, we love you. Uh, it probably didn't. <laughs> um, all right, this one from Richard Galbraith. Would Jackie Jr.'s life have turned out differently had Christopher actually acquired and handed over Jules' autograph and or underwear? Also, please dis discuss Christopher's and Benny's college student outfits they wear at Rutgers to blend in. That's great. <laughs> I th feel like I feel like we mentioned that we joked about that when we covered that episode. But uh, probably. Uh, we, I mean, it sounds like something we would have joked about. But yes, it, it was like the uh, Steve Buscemi, like, like, uh, hello, fellow students, right? Like, yeah. With the backwards hat, <laughs> backwards hat, <laughs> then just like the the shirt with just a number on it, like no yeah. team or name or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although to be fair, a lot of people were in that kind of shit around. Oh, I I a hundred percent was. They just like in just arrow postal, like it, it, it would say just like like guys university or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't they have like uh like 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 shirts tied around their waist too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. seemed more like '90s sort of yes. slacker grunge thing, but maybe that was that was their idea of what college yeah. students at the time were. Yeah. And then of course the screen masks. I wore screen masks day in and day out in college. So. Oh yeah, you still do. Yeah. Don't they have the screen masks? In that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, but the the chunk of the question uh, would it, would Jackie Jr.'s life have turned out differently? <laughs> if Christopher had actually taken heed and handed over Jules' autograph and or underwear. Probably. He would have been like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> yeah. That would you have definitely... Thing, get a, yeah. get a little bit of money. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that could have changed your life back then. What, yeah, what, what, what was an autograph by Jules going for back in the day? What's it going for now? I don't know. Spells. Um, you know, <laughs> let me get on autographhound.com uh, <laughs> and let me see what the, you know, I think it was trending upward uh, and mm. then the pandemic happened and no one wanted it anymore. Ideal situation, she autographs her underwear. That's the Ooh. most, that's the biggest killing you get. Oh, yeah. You know what? That will sell really well. The resale <laughs> value on that is like through the roof. Yeah. Life changing. Life changing. Certainly. Sure. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, his life would have been better, and uh, maybe he wouldn't have gotten killed. So, fans, really send us some up. some autographed jewel paraphernalia. Please do, please do. Paraphernalia, memorabilia. Uh, What's the memorabilia? word? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> paraphernalia. Send us <laughs> the uh, autographed jewel bong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, all right, this one from Dimitri Rizos. I will not sleep until I know whether or not. Joan Cusimano wrote Fielder a letter of Georgetown recommendation. Hashtag Hoya Saxa. Fielder, is it? Might as well be Fielder. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny. We have another question about um, why the fuck her name is Meadow. So, uh, so that's a good time to that. But uh, uh, I, I mean, what this is? I think we also talked about this when we covered that episode. Yeah, because you never really see her get the letter, right? Also, like. She's so like Jean is so nervous when she brings the uh, pie tray back mm. that like I, I always got the feeling that she didn't write it and she's like please please right. like don't drop add, this don't. yeah because then she asks her for a copy and she's like oh yeah and like it's like that reaction like oh god she's gonna have to like pretend she wrote it now and give me a copy of a fake letter or something you know right 
or or Jeannie could have just like typed something up and said her sister wrote it. Right. Just that's, so probably the, that's probably most likely. Yeah. Because she's like scared of her sister. So like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she, that's uh, probably what happened. She. she I like think we figured it out. Yeah. 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 But yeah, there's no. 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 So she, there's no way she would have wrote Fielder on it then. <laughs> yeah. 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 She would have got the That would have been a good touch. Yeah. Putting Fielder on it just in case. <laughs> just to make it seem more authentic. Yeah. Well, um, we all, we do know that she didn't get into, or wait, did she get in and she, she just decided to go to? She got waitlisted at Georgetown. That's right. So, yeah. if Joan Cusimano really is like the hot shit that she says she is, then probably didn't happen. <laughs> um. All right. You my, sleep easy, Dimitri. You can yeah, finally sleep. Dimitri, it didn't happen. We put and it to bed, God. if you will. And thank God, because then uh, you know she wouldn't have been so close to home. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. Mm. She would have been, you know, kind of out of sight. Uh, Timmy Onions asks, "Was Phil Leot- First of all, by the love way, love it, love it. We we got great name, Timmy Onions. We got so many fucking questions about Phil Leotardo being gay. I just chose one because <laughs> I didn't want to turn this what? episode into like talking about whether or not Phil Leotardo was gay for an hour. But <laughs> was Phil Leotardo gay? Like talking about a, like whether or not a fictional character was gay or not." Like we don't we don't have to talk about it for ad nauseum. We talk we, about we whether Billy is gay. That's a whole intellectual conversation. Why can't we do it about Philly Atano? This is true. Dude, there's there's a whole bunch of Vito fans who are you know homosexuals and they really just want to turn the screws on Phil and uh, Yo, guess, we stand. Yeah. yeah, hey, we no. stand. Yeah, we stand. We stand, we stand, we stand for sure. Mm. We stand. Uh, you know, we just don't have to turn the entire episode into like uh, having no, this conversation. No, no. Uh, we will, we but, will but, give, but that, we to... will give that crowd like their voice. We were gonna, we're yes. gonna give, give them a whole episode dedicated to to it. Yes, and then we'll go Absolutely. individually each character whether they're gay or not. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so Timmy Onions wanted to know. He he was the first one asked, so that's why I took his. Was Phil Leotardo gay? He comes out of the closet at the motel. Mm. Vito was taped so he couldn't speak. Phil was seen squeezing the bed as they beat him as if he was suffering with as if he was suffering with this. Is the reason Phil was so anxious to kill Vito to stop him revealing a possible affair they had? Okay. Well, so there's there's <laughs> two lost, things. Lost lost me at the last part. Yeah. Uh <laughs> So yes, the the imagery of him coming out of the closet is, wasn't lost on anybody. It wasn't subtle. Uh, there, so there's funny. It is so uh, yeah. funny. It is like very it's, funny. The it's reveal. like ridiculous. Uh, it's like a bad magician. Or something. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why why I mean, is I get, it like that? I, he he did he have to be hiding? I don't know. The other guys weren't in the closet, right? Just right. him. You know, Phil Phil likes a little pageantry. You know, but that and doesn't they, mean he, and the closet. The closet doors open look as if like he didn't open them, as if they magically open. Right. That's true. Right. Why was that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, dramatic effect, I guess. You know, he doesn't. Sting. I know, but it's funny. The skimp I mean, on they, that. They're uh, just going yeah. for like it being funny, but you know what? Maybe the symbolism is there that like he was coming out of the closet. I don't know. Yeah. There's there's that. Right. I think that's the strongest thing to like that sure. like planted it in in Sopranos fans' heads. There's also the moment where uh, he's he's talking to uh, Vito's widow, and they have the muscle, like the muscle competition, yeah, yeah. and he's like very uncomfortable. With it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like that. turn that off. Uh, yeah. which I don't know might suggest something, or maybe he maybe it was just inappropriate for that moment. I mean, um, he, it, a lot of the guys seem to 
kind of like obviously they all like are homophobic to some mm. extent, but a lot of the guys like definitely seem to like look the other way and be like, eh, yeah. like Tony, like uh, Tony would have fucking let it slide. Like, yeah, for sure. And um, I know it's a, a younger generation, but, yeah. but Phil is so mad about it. Like yeah. so angry about it. And, and are you saying that's a, that's uh, an argument for why he might be closeted gay yeah. <laughs> or yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. But the, the second part with the with trying to stop Vito from revealing a, an affair that they had, I, I don't. I'm not buying it, Timmy Onions. No, I don't. I never I once. Don't. We never once saw Phil yeah. making Johnny cakes, so <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Phil yeah, does I, have also, a, you know, he does have a um, uh, a wife, and he does have a um, well, sort of Vito. Sort of Vito, yeah. Well, true, but he also has a Gumar, right? That we yeah. see Phil yes. with. Well, so so did Vito. Yeah. Vito, uh, yeah, I think wasn't he down when he when he first ran away? He went down to like yeah, he went down to high or something. Yeah, but I've never yeah. did we see her? when, when he was like, oh, the you know the UV index is whatever today. I'm not going out. Did like we that. see? Have we ever seen her? Oh, right. Yeah, right. she was in yeah, that scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she was. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, oh, but yeah. you know, well, so, yeah. but you I, know, I don't. I'm, think, I'm starting I think, to think you're right. I th- I think Phil is gay. <laughs> yeah. Does the but but. Don't you think Vito would have possibly said something to somebody else if he was like, "Yeah, I'm gay, but I've but I I've, I've been so fucking Phil. Phil too." <laughs> like, oh, like, f- like there's there's no way that he would have known because that would have been his get out of jail free card. And yes, yeah. there's no way that they were lovers. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe he did know, but he was not gonna out him. You know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I don't so. Think so. <laughs> I think he would have. Uh, and also, like, uh, maybe you're gay. You ever think of that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, all right. The aforementioned uh, question about Meadow's name uh, from our friend Aria. Thank you again, Aria, for uh, the lovely review. Why the fuck is Meadow named Meadow? It's always bothered me. No way Carmela would have named her that. Uh, I don't know. I think it is, it's... A, it is a weird uh, a name for like, uh, like, pretty italian family i mean yeah, yeah but it's it a good is. name for a rich family true who are like trying to sound kind of classy and, right yeah. right and yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Also, i don't like is like is uh, it's obviously not a family name like we no. there's there's nothing to suggest no that. so i don't yeah i don't really see i do think it's kind of surprising that um she's not named after johnny boy you know doesn't that seem like something tony would have pushed to give her like right, a J yeah. name, yeah, yeah. I mean, something, something in the family certainly seems like it would have been, um, you know, among the candidates for when they were picking out names. Uh, yeah. I also I looked up because uh, remember when Furio gives her a gift and he writes Mado, M A E D O. I thought yeah. like maybe that was like some Italian iteration of it, but I just I just Googled Mado and it's all soprano stuff. So there's no <laughs> such thing as fucking Mado. There's a musical artist who might have gotten it from Sopranos. I don't know. But uh it just it sounds yeah. like a very really, it sounds like a waspy name and uh you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like um that that well that's the only reason I think they would have would have But then done it's also it. it's but also it is surprising that there, it's not like a really heavy Italian name. I mean, I know right. plenty of people who are Italian sure. and their daughters have like my cousins, like 
Gabriella. Like that's pretty. Giada. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. like Francesca. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right. I'm um, sure Coco's, also, Coco's daughter is going to be named uh, have an ethnic name. He said so. I don't know what the oh, yeah. name is. So, you know, well, I feel also, like that's definitely a go-to. Guys, we got to think about this too because wh- who are the other uh, female characters around Meadows' age when the series starts, and what are their names? Uh, Hunter. 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 <laughs> like what? Right. Hunter. Scangarella. Misty. Yep. Mitzi. Misty. Yeah. Mis- Misty. But we don't know if Misty. Misty's Italian. Scangarella is Italian. Uh, is Misty well? Is Misty the one who's smoking in the house? She's yeah, definitely yeah. Italian. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, definitely yeah. fucking that's, Italian. That's, she's that's definitely very, Italian, uh, but that's probably yeah. a nickname. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think know. I think maybe her also it's just like, her. Her name's probably like Mistizio or something. Some <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Stoffelis. Um. No, I I think it might have been like an attempt to show that uh that yes like in their, um, since they're rich, affluent, uh, suburban New Jersey uh, family, like them trying to get away from the very ethnic Italian sounding for the next generation kind of thing. Like maybe that was a conscious choice. I know, yeah. like, you know, Italian immigrants, like part of the reason that so much Italian slang uh, ends with, you know, like instead of gaba, like, Capacolo, it's it's gabagool. Yeah, get rid right. of the vowel at the end, right? Because right. that was that generation's attempt to Americanize, um, you know, their speech and you know subsequent generations. So it might there might have been mm. that might have been what planted the idea in David Chase, but I don't know. Yeah, and and we know that like if anything, I feel like it had to have come from Carm's side because we know that her family, especially like her mother, has such issues with like being seen as um you know like a certain type of italian yeah. you know so right. um so Good point. yeah i, th- I think th- i think that all makes sense i think that all makes sense it, it's like it is a weird name <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a weird choice but hey thanks uh, aria this this one from uh thank you aria this one from italy is adriana extra dumb or extra loyal i'm still not over it <laughs> can you be both um, I don't. What's the argument for extra loyal? She she ratted everybody out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's for, yeah, she's actually dumb. I, yeah, I, she's she, not the sharpest. Uh, there's no question. She's extra dumb. That's an <laughs> absolute given. And I and I love Adriana. I absolutely oh, love her. I, character. I love uh, her, but to get herself into the situation in the first place, like mm. just like bringing a person she met at the mall, like into like the inner circle so quick was right. just absolutely stupid. But so did Chris. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Chris allowed it too. I think cause he wanted to fuck her. He wanted a banger. Because, so, <laughs> um, you know what the problem was? <laughs> she gave Moltisanti a hard on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess you can say, uh, it, like all the, the, the rat stuff aside, she was loyal in that she stood by Christopher, uh, when she could have left at any moment when, when this mob yeah. life got scary, especially when he was shot, especially with her mother yapping in her ear. Sorry. That's, that's she wasn't yapping. Uh, you know, she was generally concerned about her daughter dating yeah. a mob guy, but, but she was but, yeah, giving it to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, um, she, she so uh, stuck by him. 
She and did through all of his drug shit and everything. I mean, totally yes. So there is an argument for for her being loyal, but then you know she did betray him. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So more more extra dumb than extra loyal, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then a couple of little key ones from our good friends, uh, our buddy Cam Wood. When is season seven dropping? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Here's what you do. You take a marker. You get the DVDs for 6B. Yeah. Seven on <laughs> that's a good idea. That's, that's actually, seven. again, in the Soprano mm-hmm. session, like David Chase confirms, like, that's a different season. Like, it's it's its whole other season. And it, it was only yeah. it was only for, uh, like, contractual reasons that HBO made them call it 6B because otherwise there, there would have had to have been, like, renegotiations for, like, salary and shit. Right. Uh, or something. So... So this is all like a technicality, but yeah. 6A and 6B are, are totally two different seasons. So in a way, yes, we, we already do have a season seven. And a, yeah, and when a, is it, dro- when is it dropping? In, in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then last, our good old buddy, Sopranos Graham. Oh. What does Paul Golius's genius script... Oh, I think he meant when. When does Paul Golius's oh. genius script <laughs> go into production? Oh. Man. The deal's been rolling in, right? This is this is the start of season eight. Uh, I mean, Sopranos, Graham, you live in L.A. You know that you can't talk about shit until the the deadline article posts. So come on, <laughs> we can't re- we can't reveal that right now. Yeah, it's obviously coming. You know, it's yeah. coming. Yes. Wait till we get our deadline article on uh, the <laughs> Sopranos pod. For those of you who don't yeah. know what deadline is, it's uh, you know. An industry trade magazine. And um, it's, uh, we're going to be on it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's coming. It's coming. Uh, Well, this was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Yes, it was. I I could do that for another 45 minutes. Yes. But we, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Spells is checking out. Spells checked out at the golf course. I had a a big Joe's got a, Joe's got sod on the brain, so yeah. <laughs> Did they resod uh, that green? But uh, but uh, thank you everyone for uh, you know sending your questions. That was a lot of fun. And, it was. And again, we'll be we'll be doing this um, um, some more times. So yeah. if if we missed a question, uh, let us know, and uh, we'll make sure to, to stick it to the side for for next time. Yeah. And don't wait um, until we we announce a new mailbag episode. We'll absolutely. always take questions. Yeah, so. absolutely. Anytime. So always hit us up. Hit us up uh, at. Uh, o Sopranos Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow. Um, give us a five star review on iTunes. That shit helps. Uh, and yeah, you can always email us um, at osopranospod at gmail.com. Um, this was a lot of fun. This is great. We'll, we'll be back uh, back on the, the season four train next week with Pi All My, which I can't wait. It's a fucking great fucking episode. Oh, yeah. So, so good. Good All stuff, right. boys. Until next time. Hey there, I'm Brandon Kelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. 
And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, visit WeFunder.com slash BlueWire.